Welcome to Cannabis Investing Newsletter. I'm D.H. Taylor. Today, I want to talk a little bit about Halo. As it turns out, uh, yesterday, Wednesday, I was in the middle of a Zoom one-on-one call with a man by the name of James up in Canada. And one of the very first things he wanted to talk about, and we had emailed each other back and forth regarding uh, his investments in his portfolio, one of the things he wanted to talk about was Halo. And so I said a few things. I'm not so sure I was exactly kind to uh, what I really felt about management. And as we were doing that Zoom call, an email came out. They have done a 100 to 1 reverse split. And again, I don't know that I'm necessarily happy with what management is doing. It just seems odd. It's not wrong. It's not right. It's just not right. The thing is, the reverse split. Um, they're about to split the company in half. Why wouldn't you do the reverse split right at that moment then? Instead, you're doing something ahead of time, and it just doesn't seem like it serves any purpose whatsoever. But that's just one of the things. And one of the things I said in the call with uh, when I explained to James was, here you management has gone out of their way to build this international company making investors wait on profits and now all of a sudden they're chopping the company in pieces that just seems odd again investors are frustrated i've got people who are sending me messages regarding this saying and i still laugh at this one some guys called me out on twitter saying for years i've been listening to you and now you have nothing to say check yourself bro i've been doing this channel for seven months but I understand people are frustrated. This is money, all right? And that's not exactly something that uh, people deal with the same way. Regardless, with the reverse split, nothing has changed. The only difference is the pie, if you will, is exactly the same size. How many slices you get is different, but on a percentage basis, you still get the same amount of pie, if you could use that as a relative basis. Regardless, nothing has changed. And I'm going to do a video on Halo afterwards when they chop themselves up and divide themselves up into two pieces, the international company and the, the California company. So you can hear my initial thoughts uh, regarding Halo with this Zoom call. Um, the stock has sold off. I've gotten a couple people sending me emails saying, you know, what do you think? And my thoughts are exactly the same. Nothing's changed except share count. That is the only thing that's changed. Afterwards, after they chop themselves in pieces, then take a look and look at the fundamentals at that point and ask yourself the question, should you hold out? At this point, how much lower can it go? That was something I said uh, that was said yesterday in our Zoom call. And as it turns out, if you've raised the price by a factor of 100 now it's got a lot further it can fall and we're noticing that today beyond that my thoughts are that hold out and find out what happens once they chop themselves up look at the fundamentals then and ask yourself the question if, if you want to hold on to that so i wanted to express that we're going to look at the rest of james's portfolio throughout the video um, at the same time james is an author there's a link down below. Uh, feel free to check out your, his uh, books he's got. I think he said he has two books and there's a third on the way. Might be the genre that you're looking for. Um, so, you know, a fellow cannabis investor, throw him a bum. Uh, at the same time, there's one more thing I need to bring up. 
um, regarding uh, Terrasend and Gage. For whatever reason, they got dropped out of my top picks, but they were there. And I had someone, uh, I call him number one. I do that to, him, to myself because he was the very first person to sign up for my newsletter. Uh, he's up in uh, the Dakotas and he sent me an email saying, you should really tell people when you drop one of your top picks out of the topics. I'm like, I didn't drop anybody. As it turns out, there was just some kind of glitch. For whatever reason, it didn't update properly. I condensed Terrasend and Gage on my top picks. They're still there. It's up there again. So my apologies if anybody was looking for it and like, well, he must have dropped it. I didn't. It's just whatever happened, happened. If you are looking to do a Zoom call with me, one-on-one, -on -one, want me to take a look at your portfolio, please, by all means, link down below. Click the link. Get it set up. Love to chat with you guys. It's one of the things I've really enjoyed about this is getting to know uh, some of you guys, especially the ones who I've been emailing on a regular basis. So um, I think in James's case, he was really, and I see this a lot, he just really wanted kind of that reassurance that trust the process. We are in the very beginning of something very big, but it's a little sketchy right now with why are stocks going lower? We talk about this on some length. It's all in there. Let's jump in. Let's meet James. Feel free to click his link to his book. And if you are interested, please, by all means, let's schedule a Zoom together ourselves. Let's jump in. Hello. How are you? Good, yourself? What's up, Doing all right. Actually just got back from the junkyard. Oh. <laughs> You're always putting something together, aren't you? It's the Land Rover. The only oh. thing I'm putting together. Right. <laughs> I am going to know every little bit of this vehicle. <laughs> I know all the specific uh, torque spef specs on certain parts. Yeah, yeah. The other thing, it's 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 a beast. Uh, and it, you know, I wanted a project, uh, but I wanted to be able to drive and be like, oh, let me fix the brakes this month. Let me just retool the whole brake system. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, got the vehicle, <laughs> and immediately like, oh, what's that right there? I'll need to fix that. That turned into something new, into something new, into something new. And it's just... Oh, yeah. It generally does, though, doesn't it? Well... <laughs> man. Once man's it, like, oh. I, I So I, I finally got everything moving forward. Uh, literally only moving forward. I have no reverse and neutral. Um, there's, a, there's a lockout that I actually fixed. And yeah, now yeah. I have to go in there and unfix it. Um, <sighs> yeah. So... I, and I tried to get it smog check the other day 20 error codes what yeah so that's that's what's going to keep me busy for a couple of days you're going to be busy, so yeah. um you're up in what, newfoundland Did, in nova scotia just nova scotia new okay yeah yeah small town lad all right and you um you wanted to talk a little bit about halo definitely let's get that out of the way <laughs> <laughs> Um, I want to talk about, but that's the main one. You know, there's so many people that are so frustrated over this, uh, to be honest with you. Um, and even, even I look at it, I'm like, WTF, what do you do it? Do it. Uh, you know, they're splitting and you're just sort of like, okay, yeah. you created this monstrosity. And now you're chopping it up. Yeah, I don't it's... understand that. And, and we're beyond a point where, you need to get to some level of profitability. 
Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And the exactly. fact that they're in the process of chopping this up before they even hit a bit of profitability is sort of like, what? You know, I, mm -hmm. I don't get it because they are on that cusp of actually hitting a bit to profitability. But then if you chop it up, what's going to happen next? So I don't know if there's um, how this plays out in that regards. People are asking me questions on you know, the number of stocks, how that's going to work out. And I really mm -hmm. haven't looked at it because there are so many people that are so frustrated on this. I did a video back in, I think, August. I was getting hit with comments five times a day. People asking, what's going on with Halo? What's going on with Halo? And it's like, you know what? At this point, the only thing I can see for Halo is it's a long-term investment because- well, That's how I look at them. Yeah, and it probably will succeed, but- like so many other cannabis stocks right now, no one's coming in to buy anything. No. So a lot of people have really been pumped up on Halo thinking that this thing was going to rocket ship. And, you know, then you have a CEO is putting tweets out there with rocket ships on there. You know, you're just like, you kind of need to chill out a little bit. Yeah, he should um, <laughs> I broke down uh, the, the African operations and I thought they would hit Based on, they have contracts that they're getting like $3 a, um, I, I can't remember, but I remember it was being $3 at like a, a, an ounce or something like that. I can't remember what it was on a contract. And I figured out yeah. that they could probably over the course of the say next two and a half to five years, do about 900 million out of Africa, which is a solid number. Yeah, you said that quite a bit. You know, their cost base is going to be nothing. Um, and so that in itself, if that is the business over there, okay, great. You know, they've got a 10-year contract. They're already, what, a year and a half into it or something like that. And if you're able to ramp up to get to the point where it's $900 million in revenue, based on the numbers that they gave us with the contracts that they have existing, they could have other contracts with other um, suppliers at different rates, this, that, the other thing. That in itself sounds like it could potentially become something expandable, scalable, and turn into something. You know, we'll see. Yeah. Now they're going to break things up. We're going to be able to see, oh, so this is coming from Africa. We could see the rate of growth on revenue, what's happening, and get more kind of intimate with that. Then you've got California and Oregon, which honestly, I never, you know, somewhat two, three years ago, Oregon was just flooded with cannabis I and mean, the prices were plummeting. So when they said that they were getting into Oregon, I kind of was like, you're just doing a deal to do a deal, you know, yeah, late in the game. Yeah. You, you just, you're picking up someone else's scraps. I kind of yeah. took that, that approach to it. It was like, okay, fine. You want to get into Oregon, get into Oregon, but there's that game's played out. They've been adult use for a while now. Someone's tapping out and you're picking up their assets. It's kind of how I looked at that. My knee jerk to that, but you've got that ranch up in California, which should produce some real premium quality cannabis. But I think revenue potential, I want to say was like 400 million off the top of my head, I can't remember the dollar amount that I saw based on square footage, what they could plant and what they could do. Um, that in itself is a business model and they could probably do pretty well. Get it done. Because up in that area, you're also looking at companies like Hollister, which Hollister south of San Francisco, I think their ranch is, I want to say 
um, due east, uh, north by northeast. Um, I don't remember exactly on the map where they are, but you get these. <clears throat> you got Hollister, um, LVVV. Um, I can't remember Livewire, Ergogenics, um, and then what's the other one? Uh, Lowell Farms. These kinds of companies are are like taking ranches and converting them into you know large scale ranches converting them into cannabis companies and they should do very well um because it's more of kind of a boutique uh you know not not indoor kind of grow facility things like that so i i think they could do well and if you're about to get two shareholdings in two separate companies i don't think you're going to be poor poorly off but these guys need to get there. Well, I just, I don't understand how it, they say in their email they sent out the other day announcing that officially, and uh, they're saying it's going to benefit the shareholders. I'm like, <laughs> don't, how? It probably like, how will. That, so how, how would that? Like, uh, that's split. Well, um, by dividing it up, I mean, I, I could easily rationalize this. And you're, you're now looking at an organic approach of the entire cannabis industry. Right. Nobody's coming in and buying. And that's what we need is new buyers. Mm-hmm. Um, and as these stocks continue to slide lower and lower and lower, it's like, well, who's going to become the new buyers to get into this? Yeah. That becomes the real issue. But as these two companies now move forward and they start printing things, people are, trust me, people are noticing the right people are noticing cannabis is undervalued. They have to be keeping an eye on it. They would have to. Be. Yeah, you're 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 simply like truly. I just did. Uh, I I don't know if you saw the video. I think I pushed it out on Monday, Sunday or Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, a discounted cash flow statement, and this is a five year projection looking out. Um, and I, I've got some guys out in uh, Asia that have you know they're asset managers to a wealthy individual, and you know they're tasked with you know investing for this individual, and they asked me to you know, break down the MSOS when I was like, you know what, the MSOS is, you got 27, 24 stocks in there. 10 of them aren't even a bit of profitable, you know, get out of that and start cherry picking. And that's kind of my message on that. Um, those profits, you look at them, it true leaf is significantly undervalued based on its future cash flow. But they're going to, you're not even getting 100% of their cash flow because they're going to continue to do CapEx and, and acquisitions and things like this. So I only looked at the core truly. I didn't bring in uh, Harvest Health or anything like that. Right. When you look at that company from that perspective, it's crazy that no one's buying it. And that's a good company. So when you look at... Um, when you look at Halo or a condo, whatever they're going to call it, I, can't, I can never keep that. <laughs> I can't keep it in my head. Um, the first wave of individuals who are really going to start buying things up, they're going, going to go after these high performing true leaves. Um, I like uh, Green Thumb Industries. I like it a lot. Solid company. It's just not 
underappreciated like True Leaf. Its okay. metrics are a little closer to where it, it should be. Okay. So, but it still has a lot of upside. Yeah, yeah. True Leaf is just significantly below. And you look at the cash flow and you're like, this is crazy. Because I've had my eyes on some one of these big ways. Because you see what I have. I have a lot of boutique and I guess high tide and planet 13 would be mid. And then you have your green thumbs and true leaves, right? Yeah. But I, haven't, I haven't touched them yet because they're so out of range really for my pay right now that because I'm looking at the boutique and that there and geez, if I can buy a hundred thousand shares of one and that hits a dollar, that's a hundred thousand dollars, right? Yeah. But I don't feel like I'm going to make that kind of a profit with say, I wouldn't be able to put enough cash, I guess, into true leave and green thumbs to uh, get that kind of a profit, I guess, is how I'm looking at it. Or am I looking at it backwards here? <laughs> no, I think you're on the right track. Keep in mind that when people do start coming in, they're going to go after true leaf. And they're yeah, yeah. going to push it up to about 80 bucks. It's trading at what? Something like 30. Yeah. That doesn't suck. No, uh, no. You know, that kind of movement does not suck at all. But these people who are going to come in are going to go after these bigger names. And then there's going to be another layer of people coming in and saying, okay, they've pushed up the big names. What else is there? They're going to start looking for these secondary companies. People like Halo's me. Those, <laughs> yeah. Halo is one of those. It's probably going to be the third level. Um, tomorrow's video is going to be on a company called Gabby. They're out of California. Right. And I've got a PR rep up in California, uh, Canada, who's, you know, he works for them and he's like, Hey, you know, can you look at them? Can you look at them? And, you know, he and I've gotten to know each other via emails. As a matter of fact, of all the people I email from this, he gets probably the most, which, you know, it's, it's often, but it's more, you know, he's, He's really good at communicating and saying, hey, listen, you know, I saw this about this one company. I saw this about that one company. So um, there might be one other guy, my very first guy <laughs> who signed up. He sends me frequent emails. I love that guy. He's up in the Dakotas. Um, I think that that third layer, that's where the real push is going to happen with big moves because what you'll probably see is the true leaves people will start acquiring it and then they'll start kind of chasing it and it'll start to move upward yeah. then there's going to be that next you know the planet 13s or you know all these secondary pretty decent sized companies 400 million 500 million things like that people mm -hmm. are then going to be like okay well true leave is kind of tapped out it's up at 50 yeah it'll go to 80 but can we get more bang for our buck out of something else yeah. And that's where that second layer is. If Halo were to continue to prove themselves, you know, hit a bit of profitability like they've claimed for this year, we've only got two quarters left. Yeah. And we start to see movement of people into the industry buying up these stocks. Then I think Halo probably could get a rush. So I don't think you're in a bad position at all. You know, you're picking up a stock that has potential that's at its rock bottom price. That's how I'm looking at it, right? I'm, like a lot of people are worked out, but the price is going down. I'm like, this is Christmas. <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this. I'm just buying in whatever I can, right? That I, that I feel comfortable buying into. I don't mind that it's down at, well, now it's three cents Canadian. I think that's what, 2.3 USA or something. Yeah, it's... Like it's... Like I say, it can't go any further down. I don't. I feel. I don't feel oh, but it can. Crash and burn. <laughs> it could crash and burn. You're right. It could. But I, I have enough confidence in them still. They're going to get it together. I just don't know how high. I'd be happy if they went to a dollar in a couple of years. 
I'd be more than happy. And, oh, they made oh you do well. You do very well. Right. And then I would just keep on adding to my position like I plan on. And that's, I just need to hear from you that it's, you know, it's still good shape. It's just, it's a long-term play. And I always looked at it that way. Like I looked at it 10 years down the road, not something, you know, overnight. I don't expect that. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are genuinely frustrated. It makes no sense that True Leaf is going down in price. That it, doesn't know. It, it does not make any sense whatsoever. So position yourself and actually sit there and say, you know what, right now today, I am the Warren Buffett of cannabis purchasing. <laughs> because if Warren Buffett were to actually look at these stocks, he'd be like, yeah. what am I missing? Let me read uh, this again. You know, this would be his dream come true because that's exactly what he's looking at. And all I do with my videos, you know, I try to, Everyone, so I get a, a message, somebody like, hey, so how many shares of this you have? You really talked it up pretty well. I'm like, I don't have any of that. I, I use the same exact principles on every single stock. I try to remove entirely any hype whatsoever. And so yeah. I'm looking at the S&P 500 and I'm saying, this is how 500 different companies on average are being valued. And it's an average. Some companies are being valued much higher. Some are losing money and you know, wherever they're, you know, the, the average is right here. Given that if we apply that same principle or methodology to cannabis, it's Christmas time. I got an email from someone, man, maybe about two, two and a half months ago. And, you know, like everybody else is like, you know, feeling a little frustrated. Uh, and he, he just said, you know, you keep saying the same thing. It's a process. It's a process. It's a process. And it is. These companies are ramping up. They're getting there. They're going to prove their profitability and people are going to stop ignoring it. Well, the new what industry. he said in there was, I'm trusting the process. And if you were to break that down and just look from that perspective and just say, you know what? I'm buying stocks that are undervalued. No one is appreciating right now. What will happen in five years from now? exactly right that's that's how i'm looking at long term on the majority of the plays that you see i'm into like you've got some solid companies in there that yeah. i think are going to perform very well yeah you know your share count isn't in the millions unfortunately but uh <laughs> i'm building up on that <laughs> <laughs> i think you see my process i go 500 then i go to a thousand and i work from there right yeah I'm just like, and there's no down price keep down you know, keep in mind, in totality, you're pretty broadly invested in the entire industry. Yeah. This is an industry that you should be looking at. Where will this be 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. And if you if you just sat there and kind of visualized that and kind of thought out what would happen in 10 years, man, you're going to be giggling. But... Yeah. You know, and we're going to look back at these days and be like, that was crazy. Boy, I wish I had more, you know? Always. I have those days. Yeah. <laughs> and some, and some stocks, right? But then I'm seeing them going back down, like, okay, second chance coming. All right. Well, so I guess I've been seeing some Twitter. I've just been so crazy busy. I, I rarely log into Twitter, but sometimes that's my only source of information. Um, <laughs> I guess Chuck Grassley's grumbling about yanking out uh, safe banking out of NDAA. I heard something. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Some comments. 
here's the thing. And I, I put a comment out there, what, two, three weeks ago, two weeks ago. Um, I was like, you know, this is not panacea. The Senate could sit there and say, no, and it's gone. Simple, simple as that for a couple reasons. What are they putting it in there for anyway? It, it's a standalone bill. Uh, number one, number two, this is something that is kind of a hot button for people. And they typically don't put anything like that into NDAA. So the third thing is Chuck Grassley has a really piss poor piece of legislation he wants to push through. If he were to attach safe to that, all of a sudden piss poor turns into mediocre and it has a better chance. So if the safe banking act goes through this buzz kills Chuck Grassley's bill. So we saw a pop because of that. And it's kind of sustained itself. It's kind of coming down a little bit. Um, I'm, I'm not hundred percent that it's going to happen. And I don't think it should, you know, I think they should do a comprehensive piece of legislation. It just seems like they're just throwing things together and just putting them out there. Like it's, doesn't seem well thought out from what I can see. Yeah, that sounds, that sounds pretty constructive, you know? Uh, and here's the thing. It's really not illegal right now because the courts have already kind of passed something on to Massachusetts, up in Massachusetts. There was a court up in Massachusetts, I think. I read about this. And they're basically, the judge turned to the United States and he was like, listen, uh, you have to prove that this individual broke the law and there's so many conflicting laws right now with legislation you can't so he killed it that court case couldn't move forward because of that it's in this weird spot but the banking thing is huge the united states of america needs every penny it can to fund itself so they want to know where every penny is so Right now, it's all cash. It's crazy. It's <laughs> it's unbelievable. I and that's why I'm like, they should yank it out of NDAA. They're trying to make it a captive society, so they're going to have to do something soon. You we'll can see. see it coming. <laughs> yeah, we we'll, we shall see. I'm still yeah. uh, the whole Bitcoin thing. It's. I always sort of laugh and giggle and then I sit there and cry. Um, on the one hand, I think it's genius. On the other thing, I think it's the biggest scheme ever. And it's the whole like, thing. Yeah, I know. That's- yeah, it's. And the thing is, because there's so many people trying to get rich on this thing, yeah. they're releasing so many new coins that it actually it's self-defeating. That if they it focused is. on just one coin or maybe a handful at most, um it would really take off but instead you got these you know football clubs out of europe releasing yeah, points yeah it's yeah over the top it's getting over the top already yeah i agree it was a good way to make quick money but it's not something to try to study and learn well because you can't predict it one morning like one night you can go to bed your two thousand dollars profit the next morning you're like fifteen hundred what, what, now you in the hole you're like what the heck yeah and with any luck you over the past i just looked this morning uh you were long because everything shot up i think i saw bitcoin itself went from like low 40s to 55 or something like that yeah and it just no it's 
I guess what they call it, squeezes left and right, yeah. and dips all over the place. It's like I said, I think in the email to you, the reason why I can handle the stock market now, the volatility, because I, I survived cryptocurrency. <laughs> it was just maddening. <laughs> when I got in there, I was like, what's going on? Like, geez. Yeah, so that's what's going on here. It's like watching cryptocurrency in slow motion going down, right? These stocks, nothing to me. I, I'm okay with it, right? So don't bother me. Yes, but here's the thing with crypto. It teaches us a lesson. Okay, mm-hmm. um, you know, Doge, which is absurd garbage to me. I don't know anybody who's bought anything with Doge. Um, you know, it's it's you, a joke. Can, but... Yeah, <laughs> like like your your hoodie. I'd be like, all right, I'll send you a hundred Doge for it or whatever. <laughs> um, that's another thing that if you apply it to cannabis, it's an interesting kind of sideways move. The only way these currencies move up is someone new comes in and starts buying. Yeah. You know, uh, but then once we get to new levels, you know, all through, say, God, what was it, January or so, when they were just skyrocketing, mm-hmm. you had a whole bunch of retail investors. You know, everybody was like, get in, get in, get in. And because there was so much of this momentum, it pushed everything up. All right, now that they're in, what do those people do? Yeah. So you need people to get in behind you to continue that push. Yeah. That's why I'm like buying low. Yeah. (laughs) And then cannabis, you see it's kind of no different that there are no new buyers right now. And that's why it's... And, you know, so I've, I've, I've answered this question a couple of times, you know, the S&P 500, like every other day was making a brand new high. You couldn't keep up with it. So if you were broadly invested in the market, would you necessarily get out of the S&P 500 to buy crypt, uh, cannabis? Because it was going nowhere. Yeah. You know, what's your incentive there? And so what might have happened is because the S&P 500 was going up and cannabis wasn't, people got out, bringing it down, more people might have gotten out. And so it might have just been this exodus of, well, it's not going anywhere. I'm going to get out because I don't want to miss what's going on in the S&P 500, the broader market. Yeah. Well, now the S&P 500 looks like it's kind of teetering a little bit. Um, you know, the Federal Reserve, Keep an eye on this. The Federal Reserve has announced they're going to start tapering off their purchases and things like this. All right, that's nitro, that's heroin, that's everything to the market. So they've been selling off a little bit. Well, we've seen this before back, what was it, 2014? I can't remember off the top of my head. We called it the taper tantrum. (laughs) Okay. When the Federal Reserve was tapering, people were like, oh, it's time to get out. Uh, and so the market would sell off a little bit, but then it'd pop right back up. And I think that's where we are right now. I don't, I don't necessarily think that we're going to see a sell-off because the economy looks like it's moving forward nicely. There are these outside elements with the, um, the supply chain is just ridiculous. Yeah. You know, it's crazy what you still can't get your hands on. You know, I mean, it's crazy what you can get your hands on. It doesn't make sense. <laughs> so it's very possible that this might 
get people out of the broader market and they might start looking for other opportunities. Okay. But you're, you're, you know, you're Planet 13s. I, I see Planet 13 getting picked up. You really get a lot. But I look at that, if that happens, that's not going to bother me because it's going to be probably a very solid company who just bought it. Exactly. I'm, I'm okay with that. But you were saying like, now they get the smaller ones, the boutique ones I have, you were saying a lot of them might get bought up. Um, question is who's going to buy them up? The Sundials? <laughs> companies Sundials like got a lot of money. They got to do something. And I feel Sundial kind of reminds me a lot of the company I work for. They, they it's, it served them well over the years as they let everybody else do the work and then they swoop in and buy them, right? Once they're established. Yeah. I wonder, is this what Sundial's doing? Like just letting everybody... And they're going to pick whoever, like Oxley, or once they're established, and then, hey, they got a beast of a company right there under their umbrella. So I wonder if that's what they're doing, because like you say, they got so much money. So I just, got, I just got an email from my guy up in the Dakotas, number one. Uh, he just said that Sundial stopped buying Oxley and had been getting into, he sent me something, um, a report getting out of Oxley into the Valens oh. company that they're okay. buying more of the Valens company and getting okay. out of Oxley. Interesting. So yeah. not sure what's going on there. I haven't looked into it. Probably could um, along with the other 97,000 other things. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's hard to kind of, I don't know how you keep it together. I <laughs> Oh, I got I got a couple of holdings and I'm just trying to keep updated on them. I'm like, how's this guy doing? Like, <laughs> I I answer I ask that question myself every night. <laughs> but you know, and, and I'm trying to remember which I love these chats that I've been having. Um, thanks so much for setting this up because it's really been great to get to know some in, individuals, especially their, yeah. their strategy. Um, and someone, and I can't remember off the top of my head, I'm usually pretty good about remembering the conversation and who it was, but his whole goal was to pick up all these boutiques yep. and knowing full well that they will get acquired. He'll get a, you know, a 30, 40% pop out of it and then eventually end up in true leaf. Okay. So that's one of my questions. You just hit it there. Like I know for that reason, why people buy into these smaller companies so they get bought out so you actually do get a profit a bigger profit out of it that way you, well, you get, get you get some premium okay uh and it depends you know they could do a straight swap um but in the case of say who was it uh terrasen just bought gauge right yep 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 and i think there was a 18 percent premium if i remember correctly right um I think when Harvest got picked up by True Leave, it was a 30% premium. So, you know, you're going to get that pop. One of the original ones, AYR picked up Liberty, and that was a big premium. I can't remember the number on that. But, and that was one of the first articles I did when I came back. Um, and I, that, that went to Seeking Alpha. I looked at Liberty and I thought, this is ridiculous. And I think I recommended it at 11 or 12 cents. It ended up getting bought at like, I think pushing over a buck. Sweet. Like three weeks after I wrote the article, two, maybe two weeks. So I looked legendary. Uh, 
purely luck and timing, but that's what happens. So your medium-sized companies, you could absolutely, you know, see the potential that they do merge with another medium-sized company on the East Coast. Now, all of a sudden you have two medium-sized companies that are a small, big company. All right. And there there's 18 states that are adult use legal plus DC. But, you know, I, I think, I think someone, the Valens company might be in 11 states. And that's the one I think is the most, you know, truly, truly only has six states. They're picking up Arizona and I think they might get something else through Harvest Health. Right. But, True Leaf is going to want all 18 states. And that's why I keep saying Schwaz, which is a great company, will do well, will also get acquired. Okay. Yeah. Because that's an easy way for the Green Thumb to walk in and say, we got 17 dispensaries in, in Colorado like that. Yeah, it makes sense to buy them out. Yeah, totally. Did you, when you, I don't know how well you remember my holdings, but did you see any there you think that maybe I shouldn't bother having because there's so much like another company. I just no, not really. I think being broadly diverse inside the industry, I'm gonna call up your emails here real quick. That's what I was going for. I, um, I, had a- I, I wouldn't. Um, dang. Sorry, I had it on here, and then because I closed the iPhone, mm-hmm. it said, "Oh, you must not want to see that anymore." Um, but you'll you'll pop up here real quick because you. There we go. Uh, let's see. I think right here. Ah, uh, here we go. High tide. They get acquired. Yeah, you're really. Yeah, you keep saying that. Yeah. It, that's I was, I was thinking, that. I was thinking, okay. How many dispensaries they have in Canada? It if makes you're sense. Not in Canada. Yeah. And you're focused on dispensaries. Yeah. That's easy. Yeah. And, yeah. All, all cannabis companies are undervalued. Uh, Planet 13, I got a good excellent. company. Hexo. Uh, just did something on Hexo. I got a story for you there. Go ahead. <laughs> I Well, I did that video. Yeah. Tuesday? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually like the video, but here's my story. Um, I remember a few, a few. Well, I got kicked out of one. <laughs> but um, Hexo uh, groups, and uh, they're so beaten down and i can see why a lot of them like i could you know what i mean like somebody buying twenty five thousand shares for over ten dollars just mind-boggling to me right to have that kind of money and take that kind of chance at that high up but yeah anyway i posted your video i was like i was seeing positives like long term in your video personally right but they were like you said this was a good deal. this is more doomsday for us i said what are you guys talking about it's not that bad like you, you just tell us straight up that's what i love about this guy but no they were more depressed. <laughs> <laughs> they, they were cursing me. Oh, God. <laughs> I didn't realize my videos were depressing in any way. Oh, well, no, it's they're so beaten down, DH, right? Yeah, like, yeah, they're yeah. just watching it down, down, down. They're like, that's it. That's all he's got to say. He's going to go up to $4. What about like, yeah, but he's talking short term, like long term. He says it's a good investment long term. If you got the patience, I think Hexo does very well long term. I do too. Long term, two and a half, yeah, five, long. 10 years exactly you know they want to quit yeah no and that's the thing a lot of guys are getting into this for the wrong reason and they're exactly. not succeeding 
And so they're getting out and then they're like, it's all trash. It's all this. Yeah. It's like, well, you know what? Thank you so much for selling off your shares and pushing the price even lower. Exactly. Um, you know, so you can look at it from different angles, but, but yeah, Mike um, sent me an email. He's like, what do you think? It's so low. And I'm like, I'll look at it. You're right. And here's the thing. I remember uh, I posted this and I stopped posting on this uh, stock twits. And got into a conversation with someone. He's like, it was like at eight fifty nine bucks, something like this. And I was being generous. I said, you know, I might hit about four fifty five fifty. He's like, you're you're crazy, man. You would I would hit the buy button the whole way down. And I just I still laugh at. I'm like, okay, dude. I was being generous at four and a half to five. Yeah. And a half. yeah. Uh, truth be told, I think it could go below. I didn't see two and a half, two. You know, I was it like one or something did. like that. Yeah, no one but Christmas. <laughs> yeah. So Mike was like, you know, what do you think? And honestly, book value. You know, they have the ability, they have those assets to create that value right there. So given that alone, from a value perspective, it should be higher. From a will this company get anywhere perspective, they've got a little bit of work to do down the road. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right now, cool. that play right now, the only thing I could see was book value. And I thought yeah. it was a decent play simply because there's so much book value. I love the video. <laughs> it didn't depress you? <laughs> I love it. Like, you know, <laughs> I love what your videos because like you give the good and bad. That's what I want. I don't want somebody pumping up something and that's all I hear is the good stuff. I want to yeah, hear everything. And I get feedback from time to time. So-and-so is so much better. It's like, well, so-and-so is all clickbait. So if that's your thing, if that's what you want to do with your money, go for it. Not, not you're not going to find that with me. Don't want those clickbaits. Nope. Yeah, nope. and it's so bad. Let me blow through these real quick. Low Farms, love them. Um, so do you see them getting bought out or are you seeing them staying? I can see it thing? happening. It's not right. like a, like it's not an obvious a one. Company. I think down the road, a cigarette company is going to buy them. Out. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why I think I just, well, it, you know why? Because the CEO himself was like making a comparison, like tobacco, cigarettes. Okay. Flour, pre-rolls. And he's saying pre-rolls are going to be the future because people are generally, you know, they like the convenience of them. So I don't know why in my head I was thinking cigarette company's going to buy this company down the road. If they don't get bought out by a, not a cannabis company. I caution one thing. Okay. A lot of people have switched to yep. flour because of the right. pandemic okay uh we have seen that shift out of edibles and yep. you know the gummies and stuff like this simply because that's sort of like you go to a concert you know mm -hmm. you, you're swigging some beverage maybe you hit a, a gummy or whatever mm -hmm. and you know it's going to last kind of a longer period of time and it's not going to kick in for a while flour is yep. more immediate yeah because everybody's locked down if you look at Colorado's numbers, there was a huge jump and Canada's numbers. There was a huge jump in retail sales. Um, like after March, when everything got shut down, yep. like a huge jump, Colorado's numbers looked like they were kind of leveling out a little bit. And then all of a sudden COVID hit and you couldn't go to a bar. That's true. So what do you do? You're sitting at home. You're not going to mess with a gummy. <laughs> so there might be some some long stuff there village farms i i have gotten in the past say two weeks i've gotten so many requests about village mm -hmm. farms 
I like them as a company, but I wish I got them in cheaper. But anyways, yeah, they're to me they're still a vegetable company that's acquiring. Um, they're still the ability really to in. become a cannabis and energy. Company. They're into energy too. That's yeah, I just so found I, I got enough companies, Avant Brands. Um, you know the CEO. He and I have chit chatted here and there via Twitter and stuff like this. They've got a premium product. They're going to do really yep. well. I'm, uh, ha- I'm happy with that one. Are you can holdings? I've been wanting to hit them. I've not. Oops. I was going to ask you both of them. Okay. Yeah, I've like- not covered them. As a matter of fact, I think I just looked at them yesterday and decided on Gabby uh, <laughs> to throw my guy a bone. Fire and flower. <laughs> I love this I love company. Them. I love them. And now they're um, they're going to push out their uh, their test run here, I guess. And they're going to expand. And um, I just saw their email yesterday and they're going to. Uh, I thought I always imagine them. The flower, the fire and flower inside the circle K, but oh, they're, no, they're right outside adjacent, adjacent to them. Yeah. So that's how the vision I was having. I was walking the circle K local one was like, ah, I could see it right there. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Think about it. You're already rolling up and getting gas. Truck drivers, everything, right? Like, You're just sort everybody. of like, damn, that dispensary is 40 feet away. Yeah. <laughs> they're one of my, they're one of my the favorite munchies are another 25 feet behind me. Yeah. It's just, come on. It's brilliant. I love them. I, I, I thought that them. was it. No one is paying attention to fire and flower. I'm and just, you know, a, a good uh, metric, look at my numbers. Mm-hmm. Look at how many views I get. If it's if it's a company that no one's paying attention to, they just simply don't watch that video. Yeah. You know, the bigger names get bigger numbers. Yeah, that's true. I have noticed that. I've been noticing that. But hey, fire and flower, I've been I'm gonna I'm gonna really load up on them. Yeah, Halo, of course, Hollister, next green wave. Uh, just started accumulating. I think you're going to do very well. Where's it trading right now, U.S.? Or U.S.? Yeah. Jeez. I don't know. I can give you a guess. <laughs> I'm looking Oxley at and Decibel. I like Decibel a lot. Oxley, of um, course, I like a lot. 43, 43 cents Canadian. So that's probably about, I'm going to say, 36, 35 cents maybe. So it's popped up a little bit off its lows. Um, I haven't looked at the chart in a minute, but Decibel, like that company a lot. I do. Oxley, I want to I think, you know, oxley has got like on the Western side of the, of Canada, they're like number one in 2.0. There. Yeah. There. No one's paying attention. As a matter no. of fact, I remember distinctly the first time I put a video out on Oxley, I think I've done two videos on Oxley. Someone's put as a comment, generally speaking, I'd say 97 and a half percent of the comments I get are really great. You guys are, you know, thanks so much for the comments because that does help my metrics out. Yep. Uh, but one guy actually put, is this some kind of joke? <laughs> what? That, that one all, and that was pretty early on. So that one kind of like. Uh, it stuck with you. <laughs> yeah. And, and I think I even, the last video I did, I even kind of called that out. And I'm like, so yeah. there's profits here. What part of that is a joke to you? Yeah. Uh, must be just think of the big wigs, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I think he follows uh, a certain other youtuber yeah <laughs> yeah yeah i don't follow him i know who you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> generally speaking i think you got some great holdings and I, I don't think that you should either go sideways this that the other thing i think you're going to end up in green thumb industries at one point whether you like it or not that's fine and i don't me. think it's a bad thing at all 
no, I, I, I see the positive in being bought out if it's by a good company, right? Yeah. Generally, it will be a better company. They might, so. Well, Green Thumb, again, I think they're a solid company. They're just not underappreciated like some of these other companies, that their stock yeah. is kind of pushed up. And it, I think it actually might be because they're involved in MSOS, which they have a big holding of Green okay. Thumb Industries. And I've always kind of like raised an eyebrow at that. Uh, couldn't figure that out, that they may be actually be uh, propping up Green Thumb. So if Green Thumb were to acquire another company, mm-hmm. you're getting, say, a 20% premium pop, which would be a 20% discount in um, your, your green, green Thumb holdings, should that happen. Okay. Huh. I got no issues being part of Green Thumb whatsoever. Right? Oh, that's, you should. They're a great company. They're yeah, just not cheap. No, they're not. That's For me right now, no, they're just not cheap for me to buy in. I'm looking... As I explained earlier, that's that's my mindset with the boutiques and mid the mid range ones. So, I mean, it's tempting to put the money in True Leave and uh, Green Thumb. Don't get me wrong; I'm looking at it. And I'm just like, eh. <laughs> no. I think I think your holdings are solid. You know, I, I you know, and and I like that you actually put some Canadian in there. Um, I have to anyway. I can't have I can't be too top heavy on American. I, I gotta have well, I can only have so many American holdings in my um. It's called tax free savings account. Okay. Up here in Canada. It's a seventy-five thousand dollar cap you get when you first join, when you first first go into it, and then you get an extra six thousand. And I can make whatever I can make millions in that TFSA, and it'll be tax-free when I put it into my bank. So, but there's certain rules, there's like a withholding tax for div- American dividend stocks. So I kind of tend to just go Canadian dividend because it's not worth the paperwork and all the headaches. So yeah, so I'm kind of I got to be careful on how many American and how many Canadian I go. Okay. With, so. Yeah, we wouldn't know that down here. Um, but there might be some Canadians watching, so obviously, you know, I'll throw that out there. No, so. that's great. Thanks for the input. I, you know, a lot of guys down here just sort of thumb their noses to Canadian <laughs> cannabis, and I'm like, you know what? There are some bad ones up there. Oh yeah. Uh, but there's some great ones. You know, high tide. Yeah, yeah. Well, you were sh- shocking when you say they're going to buy it out, but it makes sense when you explain it, right? Like, yeah, if I was an American company and I want to get into Canada. High tide would be the one. And it's going to be a ginormous company that's going to do it. Yeah. Because fire and they're, going to, they're going to be like, we're going to get 100 dispensaries with a stroke of a pen. Yeah. 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 So, <laughs> and fire and flower, they're on the umbrella of that Quebec company. So there's no, there's no reason about them. I don't, if anything, they'll probably get bought out by them potentially, you think? Yeah. I think they have 50.1% yeah. of the shares there's with the option little, to buy more. I'm looking at like, they're just seeing how this company plays out and then they'll buy them all probably. But yeah. Great. So, then that's a quick buy by me. They're a solid company. So I'm fine with that too. I don't my pay range to buy into them right now. I think they're like $60 Canadian, but Hey, if I, if I end up being part of the family, the fire and flower, have you actually seen any dispensaries on uh, circle K's properties yet? No, no, not yet. No. Um, that's why I kept visualizing it was indoors. <laughs> it's like, when I went to the local Circle K, I was like, yeah, I can totally see it right there. Perfect spot right there, but no. No, no it's, nope. it's you know, they're 500 to 600 square feet right on the property. The oh. land, they're not paying any rent. Yeah, it's... Just build the building and, yeah, 500 square feet. My God, that's a bedroom. Yeah, it's not, it's almost like a kiosk. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Huh. No, I didn't. I didn't know it was that way. It's I was trying to understand, like adjacent from the Circle K establishments. What? <laughs> yeah, I think it's but, genius. But Bible, it still works. Genius. Yeah, it's great. It's going to work for them. No doubt in my mind. 
We don't get too much stuff over here in Nova Scotia yet. I mean, we legalize magic uh, mushrooms, psychedelics. <laughs> it's kind of, we're the only province I think in Canada done it, but so. As you know, some of my holdings, I actually got into that investment as well. Yeah, so, uh, I get a lot of guys who are like, listen, this psychedelic, I know you're pure play cannabis, but you really need to check them out. It's like, listen, I got a hundred copies. Know, I could barely you get No, no, yeah. But I'm, I'm actually applying as I'm learning slowly the mathematics and everything behind it. And I'm starting to apply them to my other investments outside of cannabis. But Okay. So I, I appreciate you doing it. I'm really happy with the stuff you do, obviously. But uh Good stuff. Awesome. Thanks so I much. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, let me real quick question. Quebec. Yeah. Yeah. If I understand correctly, you have to start. It has to be grown in Quebec to be sold in Quebec. Yeah, I know. It's to get some really crazy laws there. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds illegal. Through an American point of view, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of things going up here. Trust me, DA. So you'd be like, that's scary. <laughs> so, cool but one of my um, closest yeah. friends uh jody she's out in la i've known her for a couple decades now um yeah. she's canadian so i always you know we're always on instagram or something like that i'm always sending her messages especially like uh women's soccer y'all pulled yeah. it off uh, over the summertime you know send yeah. her a message on that like yay for canadian women she's always like canadian women <laughs> <laughs> so uh, any other questions? Yeah, you pretty much hit it. Like, do you see any of those um, small holdings I have now ever becoming big companies themselves, or they never get bought out? Do you see any of like real? Well, no, I bet they do become big. Um, it's a process, yeah. you know. Lowell Farms, if you looked at, at their core holdings, they're not a very big company right now. But if you no, looked at no. what they're they're capable of doing, mm -hmm. they could easily be producing quite a bit. Now what Lowell's doing is they're, they're um, licensing out their products to other states. So oh, okay. that to me tells me that's an avenue of we should just merge, you know, something like that. You know, they found a like producer. They, Lowell Farms has excellent social media presence. They do. I checked um, it out once. And that yeah. to me is the only way you stay relevant in any industry. And mm -hmm. by far, they are way ahead of everybody else. So that to me is, you know, something that it's, it's huge. And Jody, I've asked her, I'm like, you know, so yeah. Lowell Farms, you ever try their products? And she's like, oh, my God, the packaging alone. <laughs> I, I know. I look at the packages like, wow, it's so vintage looking. I, I know it's, yeah, it's, it's a tasty look. Everything, yeah, I love it. I do like the packaging. Yeah. So if they take that nationwide and they're working with somebody else in a different state, they already got the social media presence. Then it's a matter of, Hey bro, have you tried low yet? You know, they're in your state now. It's like, Oh, give them a whirl. I watched um, the commercial they made a couple of years ago for, I think it was a Super Bowl, but they didn't, they didn't get chosen for obvious reasons. But I was like, wow. Like I could see these commercials on TV and people would just be totally into this company. It was so well, everything about them, just everything about them is so well done. Yeah, they're they're well run in that regards. And because of that, that's one of the reasons why they're one of my top picks. Mm -hmm. So um, I don't know that. I mean, they make it like high tide to me. It's just Schwaz and high tide. Those two companies, it's blatantly obvious to me. They get swooped up. Maybe they're, yeah. And Planet 13 or um, 
C21, both out of Nevada. All right. Both of those companies could easily get swiped up. And all of a sudden, someone who has no presence in Nevada doesn't have to worry about the regulatory concerns. And now they have got another state under their belt. It's that simple. Yeah, it is a simple way to, yeah, it is. Very simple way to grow. Yeah. And if so, you were to take like a True Leaf, Green Thumb, or somebody like that, and they mm -hmm. slowly started picking up boutiques in California, let's say they pick up five of them. All right. Now all of a sudden they have this entire system where, you know, they've got multiple facilities, multiple dispensaries, all under one umbrella. You know, it's not just, oh, we're going to buy this one company in California and that's it. No, I mean, I, I'm a Californian. You chop California up in pieces. There's NorCal, there's Southern Cal, you know, things like this. So a company could easily come in, acquire several properties that meet their criteria. And then when one of them says, yeah, so we're maxing out. Oh, well, okay. Uh, talk to these guys because they've got some processing facility, you know, potential. Mm -hmm cost savings that's what those umbrellas are are going to help out and you know i think you're 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 going to end up in some big companies yeah. it's not bad it's just oh i don't think it's bad no you're you're going to get premium out of it mm -hmm. so yeah. and i don't know how this plays out over the next five years i don't know who picks up who no there's no way of no no it's not but yeah i'm, I'm just enjoying I'm just enjoying, enjoying the whole, as you say, process anyways. Right? I'm not panicking and you're crazy. You're crazy. I said, call me whatever you want, but I'm seeing sale prices right now. And I'm going to, you know, I'm not only it. that, call me in five years and watch me yeah. giggle. Oh, I tell them that too. I say, yeah, see who's laughing now. That's what, yeah, I do say that to them. Yeah. And yeah, they'll, a lot of these guys, they want to get in now and they're already saying, you know what? My Porsche is going to be yellow. I was like, listen, the, that game's already been played out. It's not going to happen. But take the Warren Buffett approach and you look at it and you're like, my Porsche will be yellow. <laughs> it's just, I'm not going to be able to buy it anytime soon. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the money's just sitting in the bank anyway. I'm looking like, all right, you know what? Let's just invest this into something that I feel is pretty solid. And like, as I was saying, I have a vision for most of those companies I chose and most of them have a niche in the, in the, in the sector. So yeah, I'm really happy with my investors. I'm glad that, you're okay with them too. So that, that no, I think you're idea. solid. Okay. You know, I'll, I'll, I'm not sure on BFF I, and I don't know what, why. I, uh, yeah. That's the one, like I was telling you, I'd be, if I could, if it would just go back up to where I bought it in, just rate at that price. Or even if it's only $10 from it, I'll take that $10 loss or whatever. Then I'd buy Verona or something like that. Cause I, I has a great company. Yeah. I have them on my watch list. I feel they're one of the top three, in my opinion, you got your, green thumbs truly's and i think verona would be top three out of that so yeah. they're the cheapest one so i'm like i really want to load up on them too so i just did a video on verona but i want to do a um discount cash flow like i just did with truly yeah. on them as yeah. well yeah. i just i just did a video on verona so i i think it's a little uh early for me to do that okay. um so but Spread i'm betting them. i'm betting that it's you know, significantly undervalued. On oh, it time. is. It is. But, uh, but yeah, if I could just get that those firms, please just move up, move up just a little <laughs> more and I'll sell it. And then I'm right into Verona right away. So that's, that's been my game plan for that particular, that's the only one I'm not happy with. Honestly, like I, I do have comps that are going up to $23 some day, 
but I'm just looking at Verano as a way better investment, I think, long-term. So that's the one I want. I want them. Two others to put on your consideration okay. list, Forefront right. and Jushi. I do have, I do have Forefront. Juicy's on my watch list as well, but I've been paying a lot of attention to Forefront. I'm just, okay. just watching, watching them go and I'm like, when? <laughs> when do I pull the trigger? So, <laughs> boom. Hit the dollar twenty Canadian. It's been there almost a few times, and then I'll start establishing my position. I always have set numbers, right? So okay, and it hasn't burnt me yet. Yet, so I, but, uh, you know, look at the. I wouldn't go term. wrong. I wouldn't go wrong even buying them at a dollar fifty. They went back, spiked up. So in the markets, we have a saying: you can't, you know, don't try catching falling daggers. Uh, and what that means is, um, you can't cherry pick the bottom. Okay. Yeah. You know. Oh, it's gonna drop down and then yeah. jump right back up it doesn't happen next screen wave is a perfect example they just yeah. dropped it kind of went sideways i thought it was actually probably going to keep going lower but it should have everything else in there but, yeah but they haven't <laughs> pretty much everyone else is pretty much dropping consistently but yeah they're one of the companies that haven't been. lowell firms is pretty good shape too i find they haven't gone down too far yeah but they haven't gone up either <laughs> no, they're just well, that's kind of why I didn't mind investing in them. Right? I was like looking at them, it was just like that's a pretty steady company, right? They got a pretty strong shareholders right there. They have a lot of confidence in them. I look at it that way. They do, um, you know, keep falling back on the social media, but they've also right. had issues with the fire, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. And that's that's just it's so unfortunate. And people are like, oh, I'll never invest in that because of the fires. It's like, well, you know, honestly, once that fire, once the forest burns not coming back anytime soon you're looking at 10 to 25 years before that's an issue again yeah no that, that didn't worry me you know when you've mentioned that i was like hmm, maybe the price will go down a little bit right that's all i was thinking about i'm not worried about that stuff right now i'm yeah. long term right i am literally a long-term investor so this short-term stuff i don't it's just like i say, it's opportunity me, it's a big opportunity like you say five years from now we're gonna be like yeah <laughs> <laughs> So retirement. <laughs> there you go. I yeah, I think I probably have about nine years left with this website at most. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's a definitely going to be a top off. We know that, but yeah, I'm I'm heading down as soon as I get that damn Land Rover moving uh, across <laughs> the border down to Puerto Vallarta. I got a senior yeah. for me, so nice, nice. Yeah. It, if I can pick up like two or three condominiums and just Airbnb them out, mm -hmm. you're probably going to see me tap good. out. <laughs> good, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. These videos nope. are a lot of work. Let me tell you, that's oh, one yeah. of the reasons why I've been enjoying these. Cause it's like, ah, oh, cool. I get to sit down and just chat. Yeah. Oh, it's great chatting with you. Cause there's always times you'll say something. I'm like, I want to ask them right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought about doing emails. a live uh like maybe sunday evenings try that um, just yeah you i might try doing it once just you yeah, know send works. out a hey listen guys countdown i'm gonna do a live if y'all wanna you know i thought about that i'm about to hit three thousand on um my followers which i thought is yeah. pretty cool um the time you've been doing this that's good i have only this is only months this is month eight i just finished month seven um and i, I actually asked someone not long ago i was like hey take a look at my channel. He was like a consultant. And I'm like, yep. you know, what am I doing wrong? What am I doing right? And he's like, dude, <laughs> do you have any idea how many people would love to be in your position? Like yeah. 
95% of the people who start a YouTube channel would love to be where you are right now. Yeah. I've seen it quite a few fizzle out, right? And no, you're doing great. You really are. Don't worry about that, dude. Yeah. It's, uh, and you, like you said, you're doing a lot of these companies that are no one else is really doing. So when people do come into this market and we know they are, you're going to, oh yeah. Yeah. I looked, I looked at that as a long-term decision. I'm like, listen, yeah. and I, I was doing that with seeking alpha. I was um, only looking at the smallest ones. And I sat there and I'm like, you know what? I should be confident in this because you know what's going to happen? One day it's all going to be boom. And I'm going to be the only one with content out there on exactly. Oxley, yeah. Gabby, you know, companies yeah. that no one's ever even heard of. Then they're going to start subscribing to my website and be looking I'm like, I've never heard of 85 of these companies. Yeah. And he's got videos on all of them. Yeah, hopefully Sunday do I read can holdings. I hope you do them too. But uh, the only yeah, one I've actually, only one I picked on my own. <laughs> Everybody else, like most of them, as you could tell on the list, was because of you were, were my end decision, right? I was like, I'll pull the trigger. <laughs> so, well, and that's really what I wanted to do is just kind of explain here's how to make that decision. And, and I just got an email from someone just before I sat down. I was kind of going through the emails. Um, he couldn't figure out the top 100. So I sent him an explanatory email mm -hmm. and then he came back and I just briefly looked at the first two sentences, make sure there's no issues. It's kind of, you know, and I'll look at it later kind of thing. Um, I try to do my emails in the mornings. Um, and he was like, what you did with, you know, you chopped up the 100 and you put more information up there and it's so much more useful. Uh, and I'm hopeful that, that, that everybody else can see that. I'm not sure, but I, that's kind of my, my hope is that what I did, what, about three weeks ago, people are looking at me like, oh, my God, this is so much better. So it's a little, it, it was a lot of work. Thankfully, my computer died. Uh, <laughs> and I never even really fixed it. I pulled the part out. Yeah. And it's where you put your plug in there there's a port there inside i bought one off ebay it was eight bucks well they sent me the wrong one and i was like you gotta be kidding me so i put it all together and i was just like well let me put plug it in just to see if it works and it worked i was like oh it was just mad well from time to time i'll plug it in and it won't work i'll flip the thing over and it works so i'm like i've got another spare sitting right there just in case but it's working Nonetheless, during that time, I was really productive. So, cool. You think you're going to be interviewing CEOs of these companies down the road, or? Um, I just reached. I thought about it. It's not my highest thing. Going into the end of this year, I want to have one video for every single company. Okay. Yeah, you got a lot on your plate. I got you. Yeah. And then, starting in January, going into say the end of may those five months maybe the end of april four months that's 120 days i want to rebuild those secondary pages of okay. all the websites with you know uh the discount cash flow statements and stuff like this where you can see where i'm getting my information it's all going to be there so those pages are going to be much more important okay. um you know, unfortunately, I'm a one-man show, literally. Yeah. Um, so I've got it paced out. That's what's going to happen over the next two, 
basically quarters. After that, you know, by then I'm hopeful that I, my, my, my channel is much bigger, but then it also, it's like, well, what's next? I guess I could start talking to CEOs. I, I wonder though, I might be better off talking to CFOs because all mm-hmm. I care about are numbers. Yeah, that's true. All right. It's just that I know that you're not going to, they're not going to buy you vote or nothing, right? You're going to ask them because some of the channels I see them interviews, like they're asking such easy questions. Like I want the hard questions asked too, not just, you know, I get, oh, I I'm going to be asking vision. questions like, so your marginal profits, um, yeah. should you push, uh, you know, revenues up 5%, how does that affect your marginal profits? Get that hail collective guy on. <laughs> <laughs> so they may not want to interview with me. <laughs> He seems like a pretty chill dude. I think he would. He would for sure. He doesn't seem to. Somebody did ask him some hard questions, and you know he answers them. So, the Oxley dude uh, too. He's pretty cool. I like him. He's pretty straight up. Um, but yeah, I would. Lo- I'd love to someday see you do that. But what you're doing now is great. So, yeah, there's there's still some things that are going to be built over uh, the course of the next, uh, you know, two quarters. I mentally, I've got a lot planned. Emotionally, I don't know if I have it. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a lot of work oh i can tell it was a lot of work and i appreciate you big time dude so a lot of guys do i you honestly if it weren't for you guys this channel would no longer exist yeah no i hope you're around for a while long time dude (laughs) 10 years (laughs) nine (laughs) i'll give myself to 2030 that's probably about it uh well listen we're hitting an hour Jeez. yeah okay any other questions I just hope to see you do Irish. I uh, can't pronounce the name. You know which one I'm talking oh, about. I never can. Yeah, so hope someday right. you do that. I'll, do that let me look at them again. If there's something there, yeah. I'll hit them next week. I thought it was interesting. They were profitable already. I was like, net next. or EBITDA or net? Pretty sure they're net profitable. Yeah. yeah. I'll hit them up real quick then. I was quite sure of that. I was like, this is shocking. <laughs> like, okay, I'll look at them. All right. All right, man. DH, I appreciate this. James, it was, and, uh, it was awesome chatting with you. You're, you're awesome, dude, man. Peace out, bro. Cool. We'll oh, talk. By the way, drop me a note anytime. Yeah, only invest in what you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, as it, you know, my birthday is 420, right? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. And yeah. I don't consume. <laughs> you haven't touched it ever. Yeah, yeah. I just do it to focus on my writing, like for editing. Sometimes you just got it because the editing is just a nightmare. So, what do you write? Release, yeah. So. What do I, oh, uh, Dark Fantasy. I'm in it right now, Dark. I got okay. third okay. book coming out for the holidays. So, yeah. Uh, uh, shoot me a link. I'll put it down below on the uh, thing so people can click over. Oh, that'd be awesome. Thanks, GH. Yeah, no worries. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Yeah, right, it's man. not my kind of genre, but someone might be like, no. yeah, totally. As a matter of fact, I think I know somebody. <laughs> 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 All right. Yeah. Well, drop me a note anytime. It's great chatting sure. with you. All right. Awesome. See you later, DH. Cool.